His son is my grandson, my niece's son, in Qatar. And he was asking about Ramadan. Now they pray in a, in a mosque where the Qari, the Imam, is Sheikh Sufi. And uh, from Sudan. From Somalia. From Somalia. And uh, Sheikh Sufi in, the, in Qiyam, he reads... One Jews in two rakats. So each rakat is one hour. Now I'm thinking here, if you have the whole taraweeh in one hour, people complain. <coughs> Twenty rakat in one hour is too long. It's too long. Too long. That is one rakat in one hour. Now my this boy and his, my 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 grandson is ten years old. He and his father they go and stand there. They pray the entire taraweeh. And they pray the entire Qiyam. And he's not the only one. Sheikh Sufi's mosque is, is a massive mosque. Maybe ten times the size of his mosque. And it's jam-packed. The issue of shauk. The issue of love for something. You can't understand that. This is impossible to explain. It, you have to feel it inside. It's not a matter of hours. I also know I prayed in uh, Kuwait. In Kuwait, you can actually go, they ask you, how long do you want to spend in Taraweeh? So if you say one hour, okay, you go to this mosque. I said, I've got one, I want to spend only 30 minutes, no problem, another mosque. How about 15 minutes? If they've got a mosque for that also, 15 minutes. <clears throat> right? Eight rakat, each rakat they will read two ayat. Beautiful karat, absolutely fabulous. But two ayat. I mean, he has to finish. If you want him to finish in 15 minutes, how much is he going to read? So, two ayat, khalas. 15 minute, 20th minute, you are in your car back. Up to you. Question is, what is the love for the kalam of Allah? To give you an idea, 2017, I, I love wildlife photography. So, that's my passion. 2017, my friend Ifab Raji and myself in Sri Lanka in Vilpatu National Park, we sat before a tree in which there was a nest of a grey hornbill. Now Allah's khudrat, hornbills make nests in the hollows of trees. And then the female goes inside and the male and the female together, they seal up the nest completely. This hollow, the female is inside and it's completely sealed up. She leaves only a little small hole through which part of her beak can come out. That's it. The female is inside the hole, she lays eggs, she raises chicks, and the male feeds the female. So the whole day, he's back and forth, back and forth, he's getting berries, he's getting beetles, he's getting lizards, all kinds of things, bringing them and feeding the female, feeding his wife. If he dies, she dies, because she has no food. If he dies, the, chill, the, the chicks also die. Yeah, see the khutrat of Allah. Once the chicks have grown, then the male and the female together, they break up that thing, the, the, the seal, and she comes out. 
Now, Ifam and I sat in front of that hole taking photographs for eight hours. Continuously. Until the light was not good enough to take pictures. I must have taken about 2,000 photographs in one place. As we were sitting, a big female elephant came out. And she stood there and she's, <laughs> she's watching these two madmen sitting there. She was thinking, what are these guys doing? <laughs> Huge, massive. Elephant. Then she walked away. Yeah? No, I, I don't get paid to do that. I don't do it because of my job. I don't do it. Nobody tells me to do it. And people say, how do you sit for eight hours? You, you, I told you, you can't explain. Insight. Has to come from inside. This is for a shock. This is for something which you like to do. And the same thing applies. You take anyone who loves to do something, they don't count the hours. It is not effort. They don't get tired. They don't get bored. How about the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How about the love for the kalam of Allah? There's another sheikh in, uh, in Jeddah on Tahliya Street. Huh? I, I believe he's left uh, Saudi now. Sheikh Tawfiq al-Sahiq. Yeah, he's from Sudan. Now, he does not recite as long as Sheikh Sufi, but still, eight rakat of Taraweeh, three hours. I've prayed behind him many times. Beautiful, beautiful Quran. And in that, you must see the little kids... Maybe eight years old, nine years old. They stand like, like that kid has been made of steel, you know. He won't even move. They're not running around like mad people. Standing very peacefully. And listening to the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now they look, they, they look very, very sweet. It's all white thobe and everything. They've got Igal and Otra and the works. And he's standing there in absolute silence sitting and listen to the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just show. The reason I'm saying this is that all of this comes from the influence that our children have. Just today I was listening to a podcast on, uh, on parenting. And uh, he was talking about the, uh, the, the role of parenting and the role of genetics in the raising of children. And he says, he said a very interesting thing. He said there are only two things which have the maximum effect on raising a child. One is genetics over which you have no control. And the second is outside influences. He says not what happens in your house. Outside influences. Which means that it's so important to expose your children to the right kind of outside influences. Who are your friends? Who are their friends? Who do you, you know, sit with, rise with? That's why masajid are so important. What happens in masjid is so important. By what happens in masjid, I don't mean the gym. I mean the, 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 the masjid, Islamic activity in the masjid. Not coming to the masjid to play basketball. They can go anywhere to play basketball. The Islamic activity in the masjid. Do they participate? Do they come? Do you bring them? The maktab, that's why it's so important. You know, alhamdulillah, we've got 100 plus kids. Two hours a day, four days a week. Alhamdulillah, is going on. So, very, very important for us to focus on these things. And see how it is that we can create the right kind of influences to raise children. One goal, 
which is I I I put this goal for myself, and I ask you to put the same goal for yourself. Raise children about whom you can be certain that as long as they are alive, they will make dua for you in tahajjud every single day of your life. Right? If you can achieve this, believe me, you have succeeded in life. No problem. Inshallah, Jannah is yours because if you die with iman and you have people who are making dua for you every single day in tahajjud. You are good. Inshallah, you are good. But what is the guarantee of that? How will that? How will you make that happen? That's in your hands. That is why it's Sada Khajariya because it is it is what you worked for, right? It's what you worked for, and that is the reason why we need to focus on that. We focus on many things in life, but this we should focus on. How do you connect? And you cannot connect to Allah if you are not connected to Allah. The only way to connect is by being connected. No. Imagine if you are a wire, and there is a plug point on one side and there is a phone on the other side. You want to charge the phone. This wire has to conduct electricity. If the wire is a rope, there is no wire. It's a rope. What will happen? Nothing. The phone is there. The power is there, but it cannot conduct. So the conducting will happen only if that wire is able to conduct. That wire, we are. The, I am the wire. You are the wire. We cannot give what we don't have. We can only give what we have. So ask ourselves, what do we have? If I am connected to Allah, then I can connect somebody else to Allah. If I am myself disconnected, we can talk. That's a, words are useless. It has to come from inside. And that is why I remind myself and you, let us focus on this. There is no other better wealth than children who will make dua for you. No other, there is nothing that supersedes that. And these children can be your own biological, biological children or they can be children who you, who you taught, so your students and so on. Alhamdulillah, Allah has given this, this freedom. But effort has to be made in both cases. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to understand the value of this and to make this effort and to reward us and to put barakah in this and to accept it from us and to forgive us.